get this in if you want. True neutral. Hello. Hello. Oh man, it's another week. It, it sure is in the I, life of true neutral. I feel it in my banana bones. <laughs> Well, I'm Derek. Neon Banana Bones. I'm Keenan. <laughs> oh, man. Goodness. Oh, how's your week been? Uh, my, my week's been not bad. I, it's pretty much just kind of been a normal week. Lots of working and sleeping. Yesterday, I was actually fucking exhausted, and I got off work, and I, I didn't go do anything. At all. I just left work mm -hmm. and I went and got myself some food and I went home. Right? Yeah. I was asleep by like 6.30 in the afternoon. Goddamn. And I just slept. Still like darks after like 6 or so. So like at least it was dark out. But man. Yeah. That's early. That's I, real early for you. It's, it was really early. And then I slept until like 4.30 in the morning. And I could not sleep after that because I would slept for like 10 hours. I still had, like, another two hours before my alarm even went off to tell me I had to get up for work, and I'm just like, guess I'm up now. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I didn't fuck my sleep schedule, you know, six ways to Sunday, but... Yeah. Oh, there there are six days to Sunday, six ways to Sunday. I yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason it's, a, it's an expression, I believe. <sighs> Uh, no, that's that was the ex most exciting thing that happened to me this week. I I slept for ten hours because I went to sleep at six thirty fucking afternoon. <laughs> that was words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I I will take your word for it. Didn't. Oh, oh man. God. Well, I was just telling you when you heard about my week, but uh, fucking. All right, most of my week was fine. It was just a normal week waiting for payday. So, you know, broke his shit, and, like, we finally got some money in our account, so we were going to go get groceries yesterday. Yeah. Well, he left the house. We got about a block and a half. We get to a stoplight. I stop, wait my turn, light turns green. I go, and Kirsten screams, and then we got fucking hit. That fucking my whole car got totaled. Our whole car, poor Trisha, got fucking totaled. Like, it. Okay, let me clarify. It was the engine that got hit. Yeah. Thankfully, was, what side did you get hit from? Uh, on the passenger side. Passenger side. Yeah, uh, but my pregnant partner and my five-year-old son were in the car, mm -hmm. and I was pissed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just absolutely pissed. Like. And my first reaction, we, we hit, we got turned to the sideways, and my first reaction, obviously, are you okay? Is the baby okay? Okay, it feels like we're fine. Okay. Storm out of the car, slam the door, go over to the other driver, who is, at, like, as soon as I see her, my rage subsides just a little bit, because this girl couldn't have been 20. I'd be surprised if you told me she was. Like, she was probably a high school student. Yeah. And, like, she was like crying and trying to get out of her car but her door wouldn't open from her side and so i open the door and before she even gets out of the car i just go what the fuck <laughs> as you do <laughs> and um like if if she ever hears this i do want to formally apologize my first question should have been are you okay <laughs> and then what the fuck yeah but i was mad and i i well, honestly right now i feel as bad as I am still mad because she sobbed sorries. She was full on, like, took responsibility for it right out the gate. Didn't try to, like, oh, you guys fucked up. No, it was none of that. She explained that, like, she had just had a bad day at work and, like, just wasn't paying attention and didn't really see that the light had turned red until it was too late. And, like, man... I just told her how bad she should feel the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just like, that's, that's my kid, that's my partner, that's my pregnant partner in the fucking car. Like, I was pissed. And, well, and in situations like that, like, societal niceties are not your first thought, you know? No, it... Honestly, if it had been just me in the car, it probably would have been the first thing I said. That's, that's why I feel bad about it now. Mm -hmm. But... 
it wasn't just me in the car. No, it was And it wasn't family. my side of the car that got hit. Mm-hmm. So. Lucky it was the engine. Yeah. That yeah. got hit. Like, it, like I said, I think she had time to turn because it was just the left front side of her car. But. Is her car as bad as your guys? Oh, yeah. The, the whole front axle was fucked. Like, the wheel was sideways. Like I said, her door wouldn't open from the inside. Like, yeah, she was... Didn't have as much broken shit, but the shit that was broken was... It was big parts of the car. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, overall, everybody seems to be fine. We have an OB appointment tomorrow, so we're gonna, you know... Double check everything. Double check everything, make sure everything's good. Um, Airbags didn't deploy or anything, though? No. Okay, that that's a, that, that's a better sign, I suppose. That means that the, the force on your car wasn't that bad that they went off, so... Yeah. But, uh, well, my airbag light was on. Oh. So I think um, it either, tried. either it tried and didn't work, or we don't actually have airbags in that car. That seems weird, because that's a newer car. Yeah. And it has the spots for airbags. I've rode in that car. It, it says there should be airbags there. Yeah, like the airbag <laughs> light was on. Like, they, like, you know, they've gone off, or I assume that's what that light is supposed to mean. Yeah, like check them or get them replaced or something. Like. Yeah, but... They, yeah, no airbags. Um, my five-year-old was fine. He was fine. He has a very nice car seat, and, like, it's a booster seat now. But, you know you know what I mean. More like, scared than anything, though. Probably. He wasn't even. He saw the police cars coming. He was like, ooh, police. Ooh, firefighters. <laughs> we had the whole squad show up, too. Because, yeah. like, I mean, the the our engine is fucked up, like, all of the fluids that could come out of a car were coming out of the car. They had they had ambulance on site. They had fire engine on site. They had, like, five cops down there. And, like, my son was just excited to see the lights and the people. <laughs> he, he, he got stickers. He got stickers from the firefighters and the cops. And, like, wore them both. And was like, I'm a firefighter and a policeman. And I was like, that's great, buddy. You're, you're playing on... You're an honorary helper. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You're playing on... Two sides that don't really like each other. That's <laughs> that's funny, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was fucking stressful. I spent the whole rest of yesterday in just fucking shock. Like I was, I couldn't sit down for like two hours after that. Like literally, I was just pacing my whole house. Just mm-hmm. couldn't think straight and couldn't work it out. I took a shower and like nothing. I just. Like, literally had to keep reminding myself to breathe. Like, yeah. It just felt like something broke. It was it was not good. It was a really, really bad feeling. And uh, I still have some residuals of that, but all day today, my head is just hurting. Like, like a real bad hangover headache that just won't go away. Yeah. Well, it's like I was just telling you before, like, whiplash is, like, a really bad thing. Like... And the the worst part of whiplash is you don't that first day you don't feel it because you're you're so hyped up you got all the adrenaline going you got all the the blood moving and everything. Yeah. It's not until like the next day or the next couple days after when you settle down and you're relaxing a bit more your muscles will swell up they'll tense up they get all knotted up and things and that explains my back. Yeah, and. <laughs> Whiplash can be scary because it can seem just like a oh my I'm just sore muscles I'm you know yeah. I'll I'll sleep I'll maybe get a massage or something and it'll be okay but it's not always the way that whiplash works there can actually be a lot of other things that have gone wrong you have to actually like make sure you go get checked out yeah I'm I'm probably gonna try to either tomorrow or the next day if I can but um... even if. Uh, the little one is not like experiencing pain, or it would probably even be smart to get him checked too, just because kids are so much more resilient. They don't feel things as much as we do. And, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they do, but like they feel emotions more than we do. Yeah, but I mean, kids are much more apt to overlook. Oh, my back hurts. Oh, it's fine. You yeah. Know, I'm just gonna keep playing with my toys, and yeah. they won't mention it and won't say anything. Yeah. Uh, the, the only notable injury I had walking away was I hit my knee on the steering wheel, I'm pretty sure, and, like, 
I was just like, I've fallen harder than this skating. Yeah. And I'm more mad than anything. That's what I told all the medics. Yeah. They were like, understandable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's totally fair. <laughs> look, at, look at your small child and your pregnant fiance and go, yep, we get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but thankfully, the other driver was insured and we have insurance. So hopefully everything will get worked out and we'll be able to get, if not, a, a new car, you know, some level of replacement or oh, yeah. fix on this. I don't think we can fix that car. It, from what it looks like, it looks like it's going to be totaled. Yeah. But um, my son's mom has had a couple of the cars she had get totaled in accidents that were also not her fault. And she has gotten more than enough. Like the, what do they call it when they get a check from Compensation? The, yeah, there's a name for it, though. I don't Compensatory remember. funds? <laughs> no, there's, like, a specific name for the Insurance the payout? You. I, don't, I don't know. And, um, but they're almost always, depending on the value, the blue book value of your car is what they base it off of. Right. And uh, also the insurance in the meantime, until that check arrives, they should also help you get, like, a rental car and things like that. Yeah. Did uh, anyone help you get your shopping done at least? Yes, yes. Okay, we, we, we were able, uh, uh, Kirsten's mom, or Kirsten's dad, excuse me, came in down and uh, helped took her to go shopping while I worked on the two junk cars we have in the driveway and uh we tried to move the battery over from Trisha the one that just got totaled to um my old car and see if it would fit it's just just slightly too big so ah, we're going to try and take that down to the auto parts place and see if we can't um like trade it in because it's a pretty new battery like we got it a few months ago maybe yeah and so hopefully we can maybe trade it in or at least get some level of value out of it but it does not fit in the car at all um but i was i did carry a whole ass fucking battery from walmart to here it was like on my way home from work but i carried it the full like seven eight blocks yeah those things are heavy dude. yeah yeah and so i think that might be affecting my back as well but oh, God, probably those things are what 40 pounds probably 40 50 pounds yeah, it felt heavier yeah. than my kid yeah no <laughs> batteries are they're no joke those things are heavy yeah but i i carried it all the way home to do to put in my older car which is like a, a 90s or late 80s i think it's a mid 90s car but um yeah I was able to get that installed, and while her dad was here, he helped me figure out why it wasn't connecting, and I finally got it connected, and you saw it got started, and you helped me move it, or helped me get it repositioned. Yeah. So, hopefully we can get it past the other junk car that doesn't have anything working in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, hopefully I'll be able to drive to work tomorrow, but yeah, like after a major car crash, I had to walk to work at 4.30 in the morning, or I'd get there by 4.30. And Good lord. And then I walked home with a battery to make sure we could maybe have a car tonight or tomorrow. No wonder you told me not to worry about coming over yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was even before that. I was just like, you're too tired. You're too tired. You said in the message, you're too tired. You went to sleep by 6.30. You, would have been, you wouldn't have gotten home till like 7 or 8 if you came over. Yeah, but I still would have done the thing. <laughs> um, anyway, all of those reasons is why there's no bonus episode this week. Sorry about that. Or the last week. Sorry about that. We yeah. should have one back up next week, and yeah, you know, we'll we'll get back on our back on our grind. But you know, sometimes life throws uh, curveballs at us, or or cars, know, or curved cars. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Stole the words right out of my mouth. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> no, that's terrifying though. Like I have personally never been in like an actual car crash. Right. Uh, like, so before this last year, like the last twelve months, I don't remember when our last one was. It was, but the last one was a genuine accident. Both my neighbor and I backed out onto a busy street at the same time. It was a genuine accident that they put all the blame on me for. So I don't like my neighbor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but like it was a genuine accident. Neither of us looked directly behind us. We just made sure that the roads were clear and no cars were coming. And that's yeah. that's. What? Because that's normally all you need to do. Yeah. So, um, it that was just a genuine accident. This is, but this year was the first year I've been in any car crash ever that wasn't entirely me and my car. Yeah. Like I drove off a cliff once while I wasn't paying attention. It was not like I didn't go like all the way down the cliff. I went like ten or fifteen feet, and it wasn't 
cliff is an exaggeration. I went through a guardrail and off onto a hill. Yeah, down a steep hill. Yeah, but uh, we were able to pull the car back up. That's how not far it was. Yeah. So, like, and I've I've run into stuff, but uh, this is my first year that I've ever had a crash, and both of them have been while my partner was pregnant, and she's only been in crashes while she was pregnant. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's just a, I, I don't know. You're not as safe as you think. No. Go no. to sleep paranoid tonight. <laughs> no, I think the worst, and, and obviously I don't drive, so like I've never been behind the wheel for a crash ever. Right. But like literally the worst crash that I've ever been in, and this is a story I may have told on the podcast before, but. I don't think you've told a car crash story on the podcast. Um, so in the, up in the hills above Kamii, there, it's just like little, lots of little single lane dirt roads and stuff, um, to get to a bunch of my friends' houses. It's just, that's the way mountain roads are. Yeah. And, uh... Country road! <laughs> so, there's this one, one corner in particular up there that is like, it's basically like a 90 degree corner on a dirt road. But it's not quite, because it's curved, it's not like a straight, like, angular 90, but yeah. it, it's a 90 degree corner that's very curved. It's a it's a corner that was roughed out by multiple people, probably in carts first. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's very, it's a very sharp turn, and we, in the middle of winter, it gets really, really icy and snowy and just really bad. Uh, well, a slush on mud is going to be a bad time. And so we were in my friend's Subaru Outback. This is back when I was like 15, maybe. It's a good car to be in the mountains in, at least. Yeah. And uh, we were in his Subaru Outback, and the car was full, like full of people. And we're going around this corner that's just awful. And it's snow everywhere. There's probably like two and a half feet of snow on the sides of the road, you yeah. know, like just covered everywhere, icy and slick as shit. And we're going around this corner at, like, maybe five miles an hour. Because we all know how bad this one corner is. Right. So my friend's driving, and he takes us around this corner at, like, five miles an hour. And even going that slow, we just are, as we're going around the corner, we feel the car just drift slowly, <laughs> slowly to the side, to the outside ditch. And he's just like, no, don't, don't fucking do it. No, no. <laughs> and we hit the edge of the ditch, and the car just slow as shit. Like, we had, we had this point, we're going under five miles an hour. Right. And the car hits the ditch, and it just tips, tips, <laughs> and just sl the slowest, just one half-turn roll, whoomp, and we end up <laughs> upside down, just off the road, just all of us just in the seats, just, like, roof on the ground, <laughs> car's still going, that everything. sucks. I hope you shut the car off immediately. I mean, oh. not you, obviously, but... Yeah, immediately shut the car off, and then we all, like, you know, unbuckle, and we do the the, the thing where you, you unbuckle, and then thump, and you fall to the, <laughs> the, the car, right? We crawl our asses out the car, and all five of us get to one side of the car, and we're like, all right, one, two, three, and we rock the car, and we flip it back on to its fucking tires, and he gets in, and he's like, hope this works. The fucking thing cranks right back up. We pile back in, get back on the road, and keep driving. <laughs> it's the least dramatic flip that's ever been. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's just the calmest, most slow, just gentle roll onto the hood of the car. <laughs> that's astounding. I love that. That's that's the only car crash I could say I've ever been in. And nah. it's not really a car crash. <laughs> not really, no. That's, that's akin to my being alone moments, right. like... That's, like, about as safe a car crash as you can ask for. Yeah. Oof. We're lucky the car started, though, because ain't no one drives up there at that <laughs> time of year. Probably no service, either, if you even had phones. Oh, yeah. 16 years ago, service wouldn't have worked up there. No. No way, no how. We're all running with track phones. Oh, yeah. I remember track phones. <laughs> I played the fuck out of some snake. That's back when text still cost about 10 or 15 cents a piece, so you were like, call me. But only call me on weekends or after nine. Yeah. <laughs> minutes are free. <laughs> oh, man. I remember minutes. I'm old. Okay. <laughs> I remember minutes. I remember getting my first track phone and my mom just like, all right, you have 200 minutes. And like three days later, mom, I'm out of minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
You always save that last, like, 0.5. Yeah. <laughs> that way, you, and then you're like, do not call me. Only call me after 9 o'clock. If you use up this last 0.5, you can't get a hold of me at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I remember minutes. <laughs> I remember when razors were cool. Yeah, I was about to say, my my first track phone I had was one of those fucking Nokia bricks. Yeah, yeah. Indestructible motherfuckers. Me too. <laughs> I broke it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted a razor, but I couldn't afford a razor. They were no. the fanciest fucking phone. <laughs> oh, man, I remember that. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I remember my stepbrother got a razor when they told me I couldn't, they couldn't afford one for me, and I was just like, what the fuck? What is that? Except I never wanted a razor back then. I wanted one of those cool because I was a huge fan of the Matrix. I wanted one of those cool oh, Matrix the slide cell phones ones? that just yeah. But I had a slide one, but I always wanted like the switchblade style. Yeah. Like, they, they, you click the button on the side, it would pop up for you. Like, yeah. Oh God, that was that was the epitome of cool in my mind. I ended up getting one that was kind of like that. Like it didn't have a button, but like instead of going straight up, it turned around. Oh okay. And so you just like pressed it with your thumb, and it would just like. Whoop, that's cool. Yeah, like like a switchblade, like, yeah. or like a like a knife that flicks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a slide one, but I had to like slide it up manually. Yeah. It was still it still felt cool though. You pull your phone out mm-hmm. and shink, yeah. and that that's what answered the phone. Like he had a phone call, you oh, could yeah. look at it and you could just slide it up and then it talk yeah. off. Felt so cool. Uh, they should bring some of those old designs back. Yeah. Having a smartphone that slid like that would be weird though. I think. I well, I just give me a give me a front cover for my screen. Yeah, I suppose. I I feel weird about the foldable smartphones. I don't oh, yeah. think I like that. Yeah, well, they have a screen on both sides. There's no protection at all. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I would get it if it was like an armor defense, like a built-in case kind of thing. Uh, that would be neat. But they're just like, here, more things to break. Yeah, right. Your screen has a hinge in it. Try not to break that. <laughs> can Can I fix that? No. No, no, no. You got a You got a grand. Yeah, you can fix it if you got a grand. That's less than the. It's more. It's more than the phone was. <laughs> well, I, you have a hinged screen, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got in a fucking car crash and it fucking sucked, and I'm in a lot of pain right now. Yeah, yeah. If you hear Keenan like wincing in the background, that that is why. Yeah, the whole left side of my back is just tense today, and my knee hurts more, and, and my head has been throbbing all day. And when I got out of the car. Uh, Kirsten pointed out that I had a nosebleed and did not impact anything. And I apparently had a nosebleed again after I got home from work today. So I think that's bad. Yeah, that's probably not good. I'm I'm not a person who gets nosebleeds. Yeah. Like, I don't just casually, like, like, something's too much and I, like, hyperventilate and get a nosebleed. Like, I'm just not one of those people. I've get never gotten checked, those. Get your head checked, too, because, uh, I mean, blood in the blood in the face, that comes from the head. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little worried. But also, I kind of had always had a tough-it-out mentality. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Well, and we're punk rockers. So yeah. Know, yeah. And like I All said, of these things combined together. <laughs> like I said, like, I've, I've fallen harder than that skating. Mm-hmm. It's, but, like, I never had my head feel like this the next day, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had my back and knee feel like this the next day many, many times. But my head, no. If I have a headache, it's because I drank too much or, like, I'm legitimately sick. Mm-hmm. I don't get headaches often. Like, yeah. Yeah. And there's always, like, a way to fix the headache if I get one. Like, it's never just a consistent migraine. Yeah. I never, never get those. So, yeah, this headache is, well, it's driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. That's ridiculous. Ugh. Oh, man. So... I wanted to talk about a couple of things. If we're done with... No, yeah, you got some news. that uh, I do not have any news. It's it's not really news news, but so recently we were talking about uh, the the Flash movie. What? Is that coming out? Yeah, it just might be. <laughs> and... I heard a rumor about them replacing him. Them. Oh, did you? Yeah. Replacing him in the Flash, replacing them, Ezra Miller. Um, I I can't remember um, who it was. Uh, somebody Gustin. Somebody somebody Gustin. I Interesting. Think. Anyway, he was way hotter than Ezra Miller, so I'm down for that. And it's not Ezra Miller, so down right. for that. Okay, so but these are um, some 
I, I have a picture here, so it's not really okay. going to help you guys, but we'll describe it. Okay, a little bit. L- um, let me see the picture before you describe it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but so we were talking before about like uh, where there's going to be anti-flash or reverse flash or whatever. Yeah. That was wrong. It's not anti-flash. They're calling it's... him dark flash. Dark flash is a different flash. Dark flash is the flash that chases you into death. Yeah. So that's not even reverse flash. Dark flash. This is a toy leak for the next thing. There's a Michael Keaton Batman. There's both of the Barry Allens, and then there's a dark flash toy that is coming out alongside the movie. The toy does not look great. No. It really, really doesn't. No. Actually, none of the toys look great. No, but uh, it does kind of confirm that um, y- young Barry, I guess it's young Barry, is um, definitely wearing a, an altered bat suit. Yeah. Which, I assume young Barry is the one, the longer hair one that's wearing the yellow yeah. most of the movie. Yeah, that would be who that would be. But also, like, it's really weird that they'd yellow coat him so hard. Yeah. I wonder if that was, like, originally, because we've gone through so many iterations of the script, and there's, I just heard recently there's over 45 writing credits attributed to the script. Yeah, well, they kept... Literally everyone that's written on it, they pulled pieces from everyone. Everyone, yeah, we talked about that in the the Flash production TNR. So I wonder if in an earlier version of this movie, he was supposed to turn into Reverse Flash, which is why he's color-coded that way throughout, like everything that we've seen right that would make sense that in an an earlier iteration of the script like yeah he would have turned and became reverse flash and gone evil yeah um i did hear something about a rule about uh you can't end an actor's contract if they're actively trying to get help there is a rule about that as well so yeah that's um stupid it is. That's stupid. But like, you, you can is... get rehabilitated in prison, and there's... I mean, you don't really. That's what should happen in prison. Yeah. But, like, I'm just saying, like, rehabilitation can be said to be occurring in prison, and um, that's where they deserve to be, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Robert Downey Jr. went to prison. Look at him now. Yeah, he's he's fine now. Yeah, he came back better than ever. Mm-hmm. Same with Danny Trejo. Yeah, yeah. Like before, he, before he was an actor, he was a fucking oh, registered felon. Like, like, well, I guess he is a registered felon. Yeah, he was in, like, gonna... prison prison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can get that expunged after a certain amount of time, depending on your crime. But, um, fun fact, I know you don't watch Drag Race, and I would assume that most of our listeners don't watch Drag Race. <laughs> but um, My mom keeps telling me I should. I'm just not a huge RuPaul fan. I have nothing against drags, but... Yeah, I... I uh, Ru's cheesy, and... Um, they uh, definitely had some turfy elements, but they also have seemed to have changed and, like, uh, evolved. It's not May the Best Woman win, win, it's May the Best Drag Queen win now. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, they have a trans girl on this season, uh, which is pretty cool. Sasha Colby, she's killing it. Uh, her Botox looks weird without makeup, though, I will say <laughs> that. Botox looks weird anytime you're not made up. Yeah. I I don't. I, I get it, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, Danny Trejo was on the last episode. Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he just made a guest appearance, and uh, they do little um, TV parodies as part of the challenge. It's an acting challenge. Mm-hmm. And first of all, uh, I will say they all of the acting challenges are bad. They're bad to watch. Yeah. Every one of them is <laughs> a, just super cringe. Yeah, there's usually like two of the drag queens that are actually decent actors, and then the script is always garbage. Yeah. What they're working with, like there were. No less than fifteen fart jokes in this very Do they short. They write it. They don't write it. Oh. It's prov- the script is provided for them. See, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and it's just, it's just the writing is unbearably cringy. Um, but it was fun to see Danny Trejo pop in at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's. He just that's did cool. a guest spot, and then they did a few like alternate reads for his guest spot in the little credits of the show. So it was it was fucking crazy to see Danny Trejo on Drag Race. Yeah, I, I that that's awesome. I guess that would have been a two weeks ago episode. Uh, we didn't have internet for like a week, so we had to catch up. But yeah, <laughs> that's super cool though. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, do you have do um do you want to talk about Dark Flash more? Cause that that guy is um. Oh, well, I mean, we didn't describe him. Um, that's yeah. the way this toy looks. He oh, looks yeah. like he looks like the Venom symbiote's taking over him, but he's got rocky pieces coming out of his shoulders like spiky rocks coming yeah. out of him and yeah. he is screaming for some reason well, he's probably it's, always screaming he's the death of the speed force yeah it's just it feels hokey 
hokey. <laughs> I, I honestly think that he was probably shoehorned in at the end of, like, at, when they finalized this last script. Yeah. And they are realizing now that they probably don't want to take Ezra Miller with them to the next DCU. We can only hope. So they need to find a good way to, a good out for Ezra Miller's Flash. At the same time... That because, is Flashpoint. That is the well, out. Well, yeah. But the thing is, because if they're trying not to get rid of them because their contract isn't up or whatever, which it is almost at this point. They got signed into a 10-year contract back when... This, they started they production. They started in 2013. Yeah. 2014. So, like, the end of this year, pretty much, their contract is going to be up anyway. Yeah. So... If they just don't renew the contract, then they will be able to bring in a new Flash. But they needed to have a clear and concise reason. And so if you bring in Dark Flash, that makes sense to me just as uh, they're like, well, put this character in as make them the main bad guy. Yeah. And then that'll give us a really easy way to get rid of them by the end of the movie. Right. At the end of the movie or whatever. Because it could be a thing where, like... You fix the timelines, you, you know, you hop on your cosmic treadmill, Flash tries to take himself back to his universe or, you know, fix what he did wrong, and as he's running through the speed force and he fixes everything he did wrong, Dark Flash suddenly just shows up and, like, fucking grabs him by the throat, you know, in a chokehold or whatever, just, like... Straight Undertaker just grabs him by the throat and picks him up, and he can see his universe underneath him and whatever, and just like a quick little snap of the neck. Right. Drops him through the portal, and then we open on a, a like, and then Dark Flash sprints off through the Speed Force to a different universe to find the next Flash to kill, which is where we will then pop into that universe. That would be awesome. Um, that would, would mean that. Dark Flash is going to have to be a, a bad guy moving forward at some point. Right, but I, I can live with that if they I do can, it right. I can live with that if they do it right. Um, so the the rumored replacement is the guy who's been playing Flash on the CW series. Okay. Uh, Grant Gustin. I could All not right. remember his first name. Um, I haven't seen the CW series, but I've heard decent things about it. I've watched Green Arrow, uh, like uh, the first two or three seasons of Green Arrow. It was really good. Green Arrow was like one of my favorites, so yeah. I fucking um, wish they would have brought Blue Beetle into that universe. But <laughs> uh, I, I have heard that, that that series is not a bad series. So. No, um, and they did meet, um, what was it, um, the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, special they did on the CW show. So the, there's precedent for them meeting already and, you know, being... From different universes. Yeah. I've uh, also heard a rumor that if you look at one of the the little just flyby clips in the trailer, if you're paying attention, I don't know which clip it is, but there's a thing that people are suggesting that there might be actually a third Batman in this movie as well, as oh, they yeah. hop universes. I, I have heard uh, rumors of them adding the, like, the Batman that's going to move forward in the DC towards the end of this movie. Oh, see, and... I heard that it would be another cameo of an old Batman. Give me Clooney. <laughs> Batman and Robin is the one I grew up on. Give me Clooney. Yeah, I was gonna. It would either have to be Clooney or Val Kilmer. <laughs> either way, I'm. Mean, I'd be I mean, bumped about either of those. Yeah, either way, I would be happy with it. If it was even the the new one, I would be fine with that, too, because uh, then we get a look at what the DCU's new Batman is going to be moving forward. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you were saying, like, Pattinson, and I was like, no, that's an Elseworlds no, now. It is confirmed that uh, Pattinson is showing up in uh, the Penguin. He's going to be in the, the Penguin show. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> it does. But, like, that's Colin Farrell under there. Yeah, right? I know, that's crazy. <laughs> Why not just hire a fat guy? I don't know. I, I don't get that at all. Like, I respect Colin Farrell. He did a really good job. Um, like He did a really good job, honestly. He, he did an amazing job as Penguin, but, like, at the same time, you've spent so much on that prosthetic. Yeah. Like, and just, just hire a guy it. that is big and you can do makeup on him. 
Now they're going to be doing it for an entire TV series. You know how many hours under the makeup that's going to be? Like, oh, man, yeah. and like Every day just to film your... And show. replacement prosthetics. I, there's mm-hmm. no way there's not going to be action scenes. I bet they had to replace it after that scene where he was tied on the bridge. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Well, I think for a lot of those prosthetics, they are the... Like, especially, like, the face stuff prosthetics, those basically at the end of the day just get like torn off they redo yeah. them fresh like every day they yeah shoot. the face ones for sure i th- i think the bodysuit is a, is a bodysuit yeah that the, for the most part they can reuse and probably have like action ones to use but mm-hmm. like also you're still gonna have to replace those right like this isn't this isn't the wizard of oz we're not gonna keep a guy in the same suit until he's sick in the hospital like yeah <laughs> We should do an episode on The Wizard of Oz. That was a fucked production. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> I mean, so were the original Star Wars movies. Oh, man, yeah. Keeping the, the actors in the the C-3PO and the R2-D2 suits out in the fucking desert just for hours and hours <laughs> on end. Yeah, fucking... Oh, they earned their spot as legends, that's for sure. Yeah, straight up. Anthony Daniels? And I can't remember who did R2-D2. Yeah, I can't either off the top of my head. I'm always really bad with their names. Um, the other fun little thing, we were talking about the FNAF movie not too terribly long ago. Oh, yeah, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard confirmed as William Afton. Okay. He put out a tweet of filming FNAF movie, hashtag William Afton, hashtag Five Nights at Freddy's, all sorts of stuff. All right. Um, Well, he'll be good as a scary guy. Yeah. He always is. So, I thought it was interesting because we were talking about who he could be or what role he could play. It's confirmed now. He is playing as William Afton, so... Well, I mean, you'd either cast him as the scariest guy in the movie or the most timid guy in the movie, mm-hmm. which is kind of both. It is kind of both. It is. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's kind of true for almost every horror movie that he does. He's yeah. kind of both. He's yeah. the scariest <laughs> and the most timid. <laughs> oh, man. The, the end scene of Scream is still the first thing I think of because he is the scariest thing in that movie, Unmasked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, just you, that unhinged look he has the whole time, and he's got the gun pointed at him. <laughs> yeah. God, Matthew so Lillard's a treasure. So good. And then uh, the guy walks out, and he like, the the other guy. Yeah. I can't remember. I, his... I don't know. Jamie Kennedy was in that movie, and they got him to say, look out behind you, Jamie, and that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, and then, like, the officer doofy-looking dude comes yeah. walking out, and he, like, <laughs> takes off his jacket and he rips off the fake mustache and he's all cool greaser guy and he like picks up a cigarette and walks away like I got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Officer Doogie reported for duty stir. <laughs> man, the scary movie franchise should have stopped. <laughs> yeah. Probably at two. The first one I saw was three, but they probably should have stopped at two. No, three was funny. I that three was the one that had uh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen and the the president who pees out his finger. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I forgot about that. No, uh, I can't remember. I I remember that bit, but I don't remember who that was. The the bigger black guy. You don't wake up dead. Yeah, how you gonna how you gonna fall asleep and wake up dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were definitely... That shit's redundant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where I learned the meaning of that word. Yeah. That's been something ever since I was a kid. Every time I hear a word I don't know, I look it up. So, <laughs> Cindy, the TV's leaking. <laughs> this bitch got water on my rug. <laughs> <laughs> Just punches her. Yeah. All right, Scary Movie 3 was fine. Yeah. It was scary Movie cool. 4 was shit. Yeah, yeah. 4 was where it fell off. They should have stopped there. And the every, first three. Every parody movie after those, bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, real bad. Wretched, wretched pieces of garbage. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think... Aside from this, the first three scary movies, I think my other only other favorite parody movie has got to be Not Another Teen Movie. Oh, well, see, that one was good, but that was before all oh, of Oh, yeah, those. that's what I said. And, like, uh, uh, Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part 2. I didn't watch those. Oh, they're so good. Uh, they have a... Oh, fuck. Tall Guy from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And Charlie oh, Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we, you know, before he was uh, Tiger's Blood Crazy. <laughs> I got Tiger's Blood Coursing through my veins. Winning! Winning! It's not a wand. It's a cooking... Or this is not a spatula. It's a cooking wand. Otherwise known as a warlock. It's not a pot. It's a cauldron of awesomeness. That's such a good video. It's just high as 
football. <laughs> off the fucking rails. I mean, I have a lot of respect for Charlie Sheen because he's just like, this is who I fucking am. I am fucking high, and I'm ready to go. That scene in Scary Movie 3, trying to tell him his wife is <laughs> only being held together because the truck has her pinned against the tree. Do you think I could have her lower half? Yeah, can or... I have like five minutes with her? <laughs> well, yeah, she can still talk. No, I meant the... What about the other part? <laughs> so fucked up. Let's see what you're talking about. Well, you see, he pulls out a donut and a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Quick note about signs. Why, M. Night Shyamalan? Did you cast yourself as the main person with all of the necessary information? Right. That's a douchey move. It is, it is. That movie was the beginning of the end for a lot of M. Night Shyamalan movies in my in my mind. Signs or Scary Movie 3? Signs. Signs. <laughs> because directly after that came The Village, and The Village sucked. I heard bad things about I that one. hated it. It was just a bad movie. Yeah. Like, I went into it really hoping it was going to be cool, and, like, I liked the premise of it and everything. Yeah, the premise sounded good. And then the whole thing was just bad. And, and then that's why I when never you finally it. saw the creature, it was basically just a person in robes and it kind of it looked almost like a person in robes that had like sticks with claws on them and they were like waving them around like <laughs> it was cheesy and awful and cheesy in a way where it like clearly wasn't supposed to be and it looked like they just ran out of budget <laughs> like, bad job that yeah. sucks uh yeah. you know and then uh, he kind of brought it back with the unbreakable and then split and then i haven't seen mr glass but i've seen unbreakable and split i love both of those movies they're great movies i haven't seen either of those i've heard good things so i've heard good things about all of them i'm really excited to see knock at the cabin that's an m night Shyamalan movie oh Will yeah that batista. one looks good yeah. yeah i love dave batista yeah seriously like i i liked him in the guardians of the galaxy movies like drax is probably the funniest character but like my my favorite thing I've seen him in was Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and he was he was in that movie for maybe five minutes, and I didn't yeah, stop thinking the, about his performance the whole time. Yeah, like the very beginning, yeah. and yeah, and I love that they kept calling back to it throughout the movie, yeah. and things like that. Oh God, that was such a good movie. Yeah, such a good movie. God damn, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, also great just actor. great actor and good dude. It's just one of those fantastic. Right. Oh. I really liked Ryan Gosling's performance in that, too. Like, he had just that, like, he was very good at maintaining that expressionless, monotoned But he had facade. feeling in his eyes the whole time. Yeah. It was so good, yeah. But yeah. but everything he responded with was just, like, that, oh, I have to hold in everything that I feel. I'm Stoicism be, manifest. Yeah. Yeah. It was so well done. Oh, man. God, what a good movie. Mild spoilers, but that scene where she crunches his wife... Oh, oh, yeah. God. Heartbreaking. He's <laughs> just laying there and he can't do anything. Like... That was, yeah, that was super sad. Or her, the violent version. Yeah. I never saw her, but Spike Jones is also a treasure. He got to start directing skate videos. Fun. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Well, skate and music videos. Yeah. You really move up from music videos for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um... I don't really know if I have a game this week, per se, but I'm on a big Neil Gaiman kick. <laughs> I had a couple Audible credits saved up, and like, uh, yeah, did you know he wrote Coraline? I think I had heard that at some point. I feel like that is information I knew, but it's not something I ever, like, clicked in my head, you know yeah, what I mean? It was fucking super good to read the book, um... Uh, I'm gonna use read and listen interchangeably. I listen on Audible. I That's, just said that, but like, yeah. it's yeah. I read the book because I heard all of the words and I know the story of the, all the words of the book. <laughs> I read it. Uh, actually, Neil Gaiman had a response to that on Twitter once. It was like, "How do you feel about um, people saying they read audiobooks? Well, how do you feel about people saying they read a book through Braille?" Right. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. He has the best responses. If you don't follow him on every social media, you should because everything he says is awesome. <laughs> if you think you have a question for me, just look up Neil Gaiman's response to that question, and I probably feel pretty close to the same. <laughs> like that's that's why I like him so much is because like, oh, he's eighty, like, eh, he's probably seventy something years old, but 
It's got all of my opinions, and I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I guess talk about American Gods. Yeah. American Gods was a fucking phenomenal book. And it was, it was that one, I, I think I mentioned it last week. Yeah. I, I wasn't all the way done with it, I don't think, but it was fucking just incredible. It's all about um, this guy named Shadow. He starts off in jail, and you don't really find out what he did right away. Um, but, like, he starts off in jail, and, like, they have a character in there called Loki, and that's the way they say it in the book. I think that's probably how it's spelled, is Loki. Mm-hmm. But, um, spoilers for American Gods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's all about like gods that moved over from the old world fighting with the gods of this new world like um, media and like technology. They don't actually have like specific names. Some of them like the the guy I call technology was just like um, always had like binary matrix numbers in his eyes and like um, was a little pudgy and young. Okay. And like uh, media just appeared in the TV and like one of my favorite lines of the book. Because she's trying to convince Shadow, the main character, to come over to their side. Because he's working with Wednesday. Guess who Wednesday is? <laughs> just, just guess. Uh, like actor wise? No, no. Like, uh, like which god Wednesday is? Uh, god of Hump Day. No, no. Come on, come on. What is who is Wednesday? Well, what Wednesday is Wednesday Adams? That's what no, I think of. No, what is Wednesday named after? What do you mean? What is Wednesday? Wednesday is Odin's day. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> all of our all of our weekdays are based on pagan gods. Just if you don't know that, look it up. It's super fascinating. Mm-hmm. But all the months were too, except for August and October. Uh, um, July and July August. July and August. Yeah. Julius, Julius and Caesar Augustus. And Augustus Caesar. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's why we don't have a ten month calendar, which would make a lot more sense. Yeah, but it used those, to be a ten month calendar. Those guys were like, Nah, I want my own month. Yeah. And they did it. They just I made that happen. I feel like it was Augustus Caesar because he was the one that came after Julius. I think he made both of the, both of those months. I think he did one for himself and one in memory of Julius Caesar. That would make sense to some degree, but also like I would not be surprised if it was just Julius Caesar was like, "Yeah, my own month." And Augustus Caesar was like, "I won't be outdone." Yeah. <laughs> Um, the Kaiser family, man. <laughs> Holy shit. What the hell? Uh, uh, fucking your sisters and shit. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. I don't want to hear any about Get that. Get out of here. Man. Cousin fucking is apparently just such a common thing, even to this day. Yeah. Arranged marriages for cousins, like, it's just yeah. normal. Yeah. That's weird. Well, and it's going to sound weird when I say this. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to sound weird when I say this. It does not mean that I condone any of this, but genetically speaking, if it's your second cousin, you have enough genetic discrepancies that it makes it technically... Yeah. You don't have to worry about any of the, the health defects that could come from incest. Right. But if, they have to be, like, that second cousin, they have to be that far separated, which is not a lot. Like, technically, second cousin could still be a part of, like, the family reunion. People you yeah. see and consider your close family. Right. But technically, that's all the genetic difference you need to make get rid of the, the health issues that could yeah. happen there. If you want a slightly better explanation, you can watch the incest episode in season six of Community. <laughs> it's really good. Not saying I condone that not nope. at all. Like, like, don't take that out of context because I'm not, not saying that that's okay. I'm just saying, genetically speaking, that's the way it works. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, like I said, spoilers for American Gods, um... His cellmate, Loki, ends up being Loki. Oh, shocking. <laughs> right? Would not have seen that coming. But it really does take you by surprise the way they do it because of how, um, the way he does it. It was Neil Gaiman, not more than one person. But um, <laughs> the, the way he's set up is, like, just a cellmate. It's Loki. Um, and then they have a character called Mr. World who's on the new god side the whole book. And then, like is going to betray all the new gods and make the final battle in the name of Odin so the old gods still win. Okay. Yeah. And like the way they the way they set it all up, you don't know who Mr. World is the whole time. You just assume he's a member of the new gods. Mhm. And um when it finally 
comes out, you're like, oh, shit. And then Shadow doesn't realize right away that, mm-hmm. like, what's happening. Um, but Wednesday, the whole book sets up, like, his favorite cons, like his favorite griffs, and it's almost always a two-man job, the way the griffs are set up. Mm-hmm. And so, like... When it finally clicks for Shadow, like the full click happens for you, and you're like, oh, "It's the con! It's the con! It's the two man con! <laughs> yeah. It's the one he's been talking about, like his favorite one." Oh shit, that's so rad. That's super cool. Yeah, it was. It was a really good story, and uh, my spoilery description just now does not give it anywhere near enough credit. It's a uh, the tenth anniversary adds like fourteen thousand words to an already very long book. Damn. And it's it's awesome. It was like. 13 14 hours on audible oh, jesus christ yeah it's a it's a it's a solid novel all right uh, big recommend on anything nail gaming if you just see his name and that book looks interesting fucking get it i'm listening to his nonfiction work right now and it's really good hell yeah it's just a collection of speeches and thoughts that's cool yeah it's fucking fantastic um i also want to point out the funny synchronicity because like um after we did our dream episode and, well, this mostly probably because I stopped smoking weed for a while. Um, I started to have more dreams. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had, I had like, a really in-depth dream the day before I wanted to listen to American Gods. Like, I went out of my way to find a new Neil Gaiman book. And so much of that story is revealed, like, in metaphors, in dreams. And, like, I, my dream wasn't about anything that like he wrote about in the book but like i did have a dream that i vividly remembered and then felt compelled to look at and get a book that was very focused around dreams right and that was pretty weird also i had another dream not that long ago and i just want if any if this phrase makes any sense to anybody i would like you to tell me um but it brought me a lot of comfort for no apparent reason so much so that this is the reason i started a dream journal (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, let, me, let me look up the actual phrase, because, I, like I said, I wrote it down. Well, while Keenan's looking up the phrase, if you have a response to what he's about to say, you can go ahead and send that in to truenutralpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you all. Definitely. And tell us about your weird dreams. I'm super interested in dreams right now. Or you could, you know, we got the Facebook, you can send a message to True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. Got the Twitter, at True Neutral Pod. Instagram and YouTube. Instagram, True Neutral Studios, and YouTube, True Neutral Studios. There's yeah. ways to get a hold of us. And, and you can pick any one of them, and I will probably find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he- here's the phrase. No matter what you're told, baseball walk on water and yellow eyes turning red are not the same color. Okay. <laughs> Let me repeat that slowly, because I know it's nonsense. No matter what you're told, baseball walk on water and yellow eyes turning red are not the same color. I mean, that is... It brought me a lot of comfort when I woke up. Like, so, I, like, I felt good the rest of the day, and every time, anytime, like, anytime something made me feel bad or, like, made me a little upset, I just remembered that phrase and felt better. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know what it was that happened in my dream that led to that sentence, or if it was just that sentence, but that's... Well, yellow eyes turning red sounds like someone with jaundice getting high. Yeah. That's the first thing in my mind when I hear that half of it. See, the only the only afterthought I had with that was uh, magenta. Because <laughs> <laughs> kind of, right? <laughs> yellow eyes turning red, magenta-y? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, I, maybe magenta was also in the dream, but I don't... That was the specific phrase that I had, and... Like I said, I woke up needing to write it down so I didn't forget. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's that's a dream epiphany right there. <laughs> you don't question those. Whatever it is, it made me feel better and it gave me a lot of comfort. So It's like the people that have dreams about crazy machines that they've been trying to build or whatever, and then they wake up out of a dream and they're like, I know how to build it now. Yeah. Like, I learned in my dream how to do this. I know how. Yeah, there was that guy that couldn't figure out a chemical composition and dreamt of an Ouroboros snake. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how the chemical got set up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember what which one it was. Maybe uh, it was some kind of healing one. The human mind is a fucking crazy thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have a hypothetical for us, or do you want me to get one? Um. 
I think you can do one today. I was gonna. I was trying to think of something to do with like some flash movie stuff, but I I, don't know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. No, I, I got one to go with American Gods. So, okay. Um. Oh, I didn't say my favorite line of the book, which was media saying, um, "You ever want to see Lucy's tits?" In in Lucy Lucy Ball's voice mm-hmm. as Lucy Ball. <laughs> I, I love that. That's one of my favorite lines. Because who hasn't? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he just shuts off the TV. Um, anyway, I was going to ask you if there, if you found out there were modern gods, like actual physical embodiments of gods, and when you praised them in any way that like gave reverence to them, um, would you... Which one would you choose to praise? Huh. I think... I think there's two ways that I would think about this. One... Because I, I, I feel like I would choose gods of things that are more prevalent to me, yeah. personally. Yeah, that would be the point. Um, so I think I would either go with... Something like, uh, it would be like a god of music, but it would be like modern, like more, like the... A punk rock god? Yeah, kind of like a punk rock, but like, not necessarily just punk rock, like punk metal, the music that came after the invention of electricity, you know what I mean? The god that killed New Wave. Yeah. (laughs) Either that or I would be like the god of the foodie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you either have Fat Mike or, um... Fucking Guy Anthony Fieri. <laughs> Guy Fieri's funnier. Anthony Bourdain is the right answer. I know, I know. <laughs> you already praised that man like a god. Yeah. Yeah, it would either be Fat Mike or it would be Anthony Bourdain, yeah. Mm. I, I feel like I would probably lean more towards the foodie god, like definitely more like... because it, The like, modern god of bounty. Yeah, it, it's like... Well, it's not only that it's like... It's... To an extent, it's a god of travel. To an extent, it's a god of uh, excess. To yeah. an extent, it's a god of pleasure, of just, um, you know, enjoying life around you at, at any uh, point it, for, it, for everything that it has. Mm. It's, and I'm not going to, I'm going to paraphrase one of my favorite quotes because I can't remember the entire thing off the top of my head. But at one point, Anthony Bourdain said uh, something to the extent of, uh, life is too short to not enjoy it. Like, mm. go out tonight, go out to your local bar, drink an extra beer, order yourself that $10 burger you don't normally get. Go out to place somewhere you don't normally go. Meet new people. Don't be afraid to just go live your life. Like, just enjoy what you have while you have it. It's never too late to live your life. <laughs> Time is now, it's yours and mine. <laughs> 2005 Papa Roach for you. <laughs> but but I think that things like that, like that is advice that anyone can take. Absolutely. And, and it works well. I I think that he, that would be a great god to, to look up to. Because while too much of anything can be bad, I think overall, don't be afraid to enjoy, to let go a little bit, to give yourself that small amount of excess, because... We are demigods of hedonism. Yeah. Yeah. I claim that title. <laughs> For both of us. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. That, that feels right. That, that feels right. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like it's obvious, but mine would be media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as somebody who still owns an entire bookshelf of DVDs and Blu-rays and watches the commentaries whenever I'm alone because nobody else wants to watch a commentary. <laughs> I do, and I understand that pain. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I really have processed almost everything in my life through the lens of media. A great example of that is uh, when I was doing some training to become higher up at my workplace. Um, we had a little class thing, and uh, the... There were questions like, who inspires you? Um, Who do you think of that has great motivation? Like, who is a good leader in your life? And uh, my answer is not in any particular order or um, SpongeBob 
Obi-Wan and somebody else. But Obi-Wan's a great leader. Yeah. Obi-Wan's a fantastic leader. I've never seen anybody more motivated than SpongeBob. He is. He's a fantastic leader. Watch the whole Clone Wars series before you comment. <laughs> he's, he's an okay leader. He's a fantastic leader. Everybody, everybody listens to General Kenobi. And everybody, everybody, everybody listen now. Everybody, everybody, everybody fucks. Yeah, we're pulling out all the 2005 music. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, like, so uh, my entire life has been processed through the lens of media already. If I knew that I was giving a god more power by having done that, I, I mean, I wouldn't stop doing it regardless. So, like, yeah, I would just say something like, cheers to media every right. time I do a thing. I want to do a, make a D and D campaign now where Anthony Bourdain's the god of food and travel. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah, it would. What, where is he from? Is he American? He's yeah. Not, he, no. What? Really? Pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, I always imagined him having an accent. No. I never. I didn't watch a lot of Bourdain. To be fair, I, I don't watch a lot of food stuff. We've talked about my um, disinterest in food before. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. American chef. Yeah. Okay. Alright, uh, didn't he die from cocaine? No. What? He, what did he die from? So, it's a bit of a conspiracy. Okay. Um, because he came out, this was right about the time Hillary Clinton was running for president. Alright, so 2015-ish. And he was at some sort of... 2016 something or other he was like speaking and like on an interview or something like that and he came out and said things that like basically that he didn't support her and he was talking down about hillary clinton okay i mean fair and, enough um they fucked donald trump just for the record well the men in black like hillary clinton's men in black actually showed up at his hotel room and he came out again like two weeks afterwards he's like hey, i made these statements and uh her men in black showed up at my door and told me I had to quit talking about it and told me I had to like, <laughs> shut down what I was doing and I'm not going to do that. Or whatever. And a week later, he was found in a different hotel room because he traveled everywhere for right. the show. Um, he was found in his hotel room uh, hung by his neck with his own belt from the door handle. Ah, I mean, that's an efficient way to do it, but also that's pretty suspicious. This man was stood over six foot tall. Like, if he wanted to hang himself from a door handle, he would have had to, like, put it around his neck, hang, and then, like, slouch yeah. to the point that it would start choking him. Like, right. it's it's kind of weird circumstances, especially as it happened really, really close to when her people showed up and told him to stop talking about it, and he basically told them to fuck off, I'm gonna keep doing whatever the fuck I do. That is suspicious. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't be suspicious. Yeah, suspicious. and this was also right about the time all the Epstein stuff was happening, and he was trying to talk about how the higher-ups, and, like, not only the higher-ups of, like, our political system, but also Hollywood was full of fucked-up people that we shouldn't trust and all this and that. Yeah. Um, much like Chester Bennington and, and Chris Cornell, who were very outspoken against the, the Hollywood and political elite and how they were all really bad people that do really, really bad things, both of them very soon after saying things like that, died also of apparent suicides. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, it's been a trend over the last 20 or 30 years. It's what's happening, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, I Like I say, I follow conspiracy theories, and if you want to talk about one that's less crazy and much more plausible, this is this is the one. It's, that sounds like a Cryptotron the World episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is one it. of the ones that's much more plausible. Uh, uh, yeah. Put it uh, out on the internet. We might have all the wrong people knocking at our doors. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cool, actually. I mean, scary, but cool. <laughs> scary. The men in black show up, and we're like, hey, this might be the last episode you get from us, guys. <laughs> it is. You know where to look. <laughs> eh? Oh, we'd be very open about that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Jeffrey can... Epstein is, like, definitively proven to be a fucked up person who probably did not kill himself. Oh, uh, almost definitely not. No. Yeah. He yeah. was also found hung. Yeah. In his prison cell. Uh, with uh, heavy security yeah, prison very cell. Yeah, heavy security. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. We're just a meme. Yeah. We're just guys on the guy on the internet. <laughs> so, you know, uh, don't hurt my family. 
<laughs> no, I don't think they want families. I think they just want the people that are talking shit. Yeah. Well, if my son finds out that I die that way, I bet 100% you got a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Because, yeah, I, that's one of the conspiracies I've followed for years now, just because I think it's... Too many, too many coincidences happening. Yeah, uh, I was actually just listening to another conspiracy we should talk about at some point is the JFK one because there's a lot of files that were supposed to be declassified and they've just been pushed back. For pushed back, everything that did get declassified so heavily black barred that you redacted. It doesn't it doesn't matter that it got released in mm. the first place? Yeah. Expletive deleted. <laughs> oh man. So, um, you know, now I'm a little scared. <laughs> no, 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 we haven't done the full episode yet. You can be scared after we put that out. <laughs> okay, all right. Look forward to that, because we almost definitely will, and yeah. I will be scared the whole time. And we and, talked about uh, a dream we... episode. I don't, that hasn't come out yet, but it will be very soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure the dream exactly. episode hasn't come out yet? No. I talked about it? Okay, yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, no, 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 it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> All right. I'm, it, the, I'm the one who edits and publishes these, so that's funny that I didn't know that. But <laughs> but, but it is up on the docket to be coming out very soon. So. Well, I'm probably going to make it this next one, so... Um, oh, so by the time you hear this, it will have come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Never mind. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, we did our links, True Neutral Pod, almost everywhere, True Neutral Studios on YouTube yeah. and face or on Instagram. And yeah, hit us up at the old Gmail account. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. Bye-bye! Bye!